You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Collective Cafe, a virtual coffee experience which takes place every single Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in both Alpha Collective's Discord, that's discord.gg forward slash alpha collective and startup club's house in clubhouse it's free it always will be free there are no strings attached there is no bait and switch lurk or listen only chat with one another in our back chat or even come onto stage the coffee shop is open for business whether you're on the treadmill getting the kids ready for school getting yourself ready for work commuting into the big bad city or maybe just even commuting from your bedroom to your home office on monday we manifest on tuesday we talk thought leadership on wellness wednesday we discuss mental health wellness and life skills on thursday we do live book reads and discussions with the author and then on friday it's no agenda friday where there is no agenda Start your day off on the right foot, on the front foot, with virtual coffee, with the Collective Cafe, where we mastermind, we manifest, we collaborate, we help one another at the business of Web3 or anything else that intersects, whether it's culture, collaboration, creativity, innovation, disruption, entrepreneurship, or coaching. So give us a subscribe, bit.ly forward slash Collective Cafe to go, or a review on your favorite podcast platform if you're listening on demand or of course join us every day live it is addictive and remember it is a safe welcoming space and you will never ever be put on the spot this is alpha collectives collective cafe my name is joseph jaffe good morning everybody it is wednesday july 5th 8:01 a.m for those of you in the u.s I hope you had a wonderful, wonderful July 4th. I'm going to do my best to say hello to everyone here. Michelle, Bruce, Matassam, Lonry, Tamuka, Arjun, Fanton, Juvens, Tim. All I see is Pamilo, Natish, Sophia, Aaron, Jensa, Sierra, Lee, Key, Hiva, Haiba, Jessica, Saif, Mark, Karita, Massey, Kwaku, Emma, Benjamin, Ahmed, Kenya, Chidi, Icon, Dishon, Rafal, Victoria, Muhammad, Arana. I'm, I can't keep up. So I'm just going to say hello to all of you. Good morning, everyone. And to Dame Arini and Jonathan uh, sitting in our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash Alpha Collective, which is the home, the core of our um, Collective Cafe. We do this Monday through Friday. Uh, we do this 8 to 9 in the morning. And I've Eastern, and I have a wonderful, wonderful um, plan for today for Wellness Wednesday. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read to you. I'm actually going to try and play it. Uh, Michelle, feel free just to give me, uh, actually just, I may not be able to see you, but I'm going to see if this plays and if you can all hear it. 
Um, it would be amazing if you do. But it's a little clip from Steve Jobs. Um, so uh, let's see if this works. And if it does, great. Otherwise, I'll just dictate it to you. I do not sound as good as Steve Jobs. Um, so let's see if this works. I'm going to play it now. It is the way it is. You and hear that? Your, your life is just to live your life inside the world. Try- can you hear that, Michelle? It's a little, yeah, I can hear it, but it's low. It needs a higher volume. All right, I'm going to play it for you, and then I'll read it to you. So just listen to this. This will kick us off. You tend to get told that the world is the way it is, and your your life is just to live your life inside the world. Try not to bash into the walls too much. Uh, uh, try to have a nice family life. Uh, have fun. Save a little money. Um, but life... That's a very limited life. Life can be much broader once you discover one simple fact, and that is everything around you that you call life was made up by people that were no smarter than you. And you can change it. You can influence it. You can, you can build your own things that other people can use. And the minute that you understand that you can poke life and actually something will, you know, if you push in, something will pop out the other side, that you can, you can change it, you can mold it, um, that's maybe the most important thing, is to shake off this uh, th- this uh, erroneous notion that life is is there and you're just going to live in it, versus embrace it, change it, improve it, make your mark upon it. Um, I, I think that's very important. And however you learn that, once you learn it, uh, you'll want to change life and make it better because it's kind of messed up in a lot of ways. Um, once you learn that, you'll never be the same again. This is Steve Jobs with a full beard, kind of chubby Steve Jobs, wearing a denim shirt uh, with the top button buttoned. He, this is not the Steve Jobs uh, wearing the turtleneck or the <laughs> the tortoise glasses and the and the and the and the turtleneck. I want to actually, for those who did, did you hear it okay, Michelle? Um, it was a little bit hard to hear. All right, I'm going to read it to you because I kind of typed it out. Um, so this is Jaffe doing jobs uh, with apologies. When you grow up, you tend to get told that the world is the way it is and your life is just to live your life inside the world. Try not to bash into the walls too much. Try to have a nice family life, have fun, save a little money. That's a very limited life. Life can be much broader once you discover one simple fact, and that is everything around that you call life was made up by people who are no smarter than you. And you can change it. You can influence it. You can build your own things that other people can use. And the minute you learn that you can poke life, and if you push in, something will pop out the other side, that you can change it, you can mold it, that's maybe the most important thing. To shake off this erroneous notion that life is there and you're just going to live in it versus embrace it, change it, improve it, make your mark upon it. And however you learn that, once you learn it, you'll want to change life and make it better. It's kind of messed up in a lot of ways. Once you learn that, you'll never be the same again. Um, That struck me. It struck me big time. It it affects me big time. And, uh, you know, I am in the process now every morning of waking up and editing my book, uh, my new book, Forever Changed, How a Global Pandemic Changed My Direction, My Purpose, and My Life. Um, I am into it like you have no idea. 
I am completely committed to getting this book uh, finished. And I just want to read to you just a little excerpt. I'm going to start reading you excerpts every day. Um, this is now not Steve Jobs. Uh, this is Joseph Jaffe. Um, it's just a little bit. Um, randomness is insignificant. It, we are not insignificant. We matter. You matter. You are part of a gargantuan cosmic tapestry, and without your tiny piece of string, it will all unravel catastrophically. When you die, there is a void in the world. There is an absence of goodness. There is a hole in the universe. This is not my opinion. It's mystical. It's actually religious. It's Kabbalistic. Ironic, right? Steve Jobs lived to create a dent in the universe, but it is only in death that we actually break through and create a hole. So that's just a little uh, excerpt from my from my new book. And um, I want to... I want to take this opportunity today to kind of like really talk. I want to say hello to Christopher, who's in our Discord. I want to say hello to Giuseppe, who's who's on stage. And just, you know, set the scene. And then, as always, maybe with about 15, 20 minutes to spare, or maybe a little bit earlier, if people are, are very compelled, um, feel free to, to jump in. But I'm just going to set the scene and talk a little bit about, um, the, the like, in that Steve Jobs um, excerpt, what what struck out? Uh, what hit you? What 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 did you notice in that excerpt? Feel free to put it into the chat, or you know, feel free if you're on stage to 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 jump in. I'll tell you what I what I um, what struck me that this has all been created by people that are no smarter than you. I love that. I love that idea. To me, that's a challenge. To me, those are fighting words. To me, that is the realization and a revelation that we are just as smart as everyone around us. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Don't let anybody convince you that you're not as smart because of the school you went to, because of the degree you got, because of your education, because of your work experience. Um, That is the ultimate limiting belief. That people profess to be smart, anyone who says they're smarter than you is dumber than you, by definition of actually having feeling the need to assert their intelligence at the end of the day. I'm listening right now to a podcast. I I recommend you all go and listen to it. Stephen Bartlett, Diary of a CEO, um, is basically saying that this is the most important episode that he will ever create. And it's called Emergency Episode, ex-Google officer um, talking about the dangers of AI. And uh, it is, he wrote a book, by the way, called uh, called Scary Scary Smart. And um, it was actually Stephen Bartlett that posted this this Steve Jobs quote. And uh, what I want to do is I actually, I'm going to read to you a little bit more of of what uh, Stephen Bartlett posted. I want today to be a call to action for you. Those of you that showed up today, you showed up. You did 80% of what you needed to do, which is show up. Now, are you prepared to take action? Now, are you prepared to believe in yourself like I believe in you, like I believe in me, like I believe in our potential? Like, I believe that we are as smart, if not smarter, than everyone else around us. 
if we are prepared to find our superpower, if we are prepared prepared to use that superpower, if we are prepared to find our little unique even speck in the universe. You see, this is this is the beautiful thing. The beautiful thing is the is the fact that we are tiny. We are, you know, seemingly insignificant. But at the same time, we are unbelievably important to the bigger picture, the bigger story, the universe's narrative itself. And and you know what I learned even in my morning, my my morning uh, period of 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 mourning my mother is understanding that when we actually die, and this is like kind of this is spiritual and it's religious, that that there is a hole in the universe because we are godly in our in our makeup in the sense. So this is what Stephen said. He said um, one of the most powerful videos on how to take control of your life from Steve Jobs. Are you creating your life or simply walking through it? And if you're not sure of the difference, maybe it's time for you to watch this. Here are my key learnings. So these are his. Number one, question everything. Maybe the things you've been told you're meant to do won't make you happy. Maybe you don't have to go to university at 18, get a job at 21, buy a house at 25, get married at 30, have kids at 35, and retire at 65. Everyone is different. Maybe your path to happiness should be too. Number two, write your narrative. One person can change your life. That person is you. Number three, embrace change. See change as a catalyst for growth. Remember, nothing good happens within your comfort zone. And remember, there's generally two types of people. Type one, the person that focuses on telling you all the reasons why something won't work or can't happen or isn't possible. Type two, successful people. So Stephen is basically making the point that successful people by definition are the people that figure out a way to find a way, to find a solution. Um, Number two really spoke to me as well, write your narrative. In this book, multiple times, I tell my story. I tell the story of my life before the pandemic. I tell the story of my life you know, the, the, the moment I realized that life would never be the same and I talk about my pivot afterwards and I say, this is my story and my story is no better or worse than yours. My story is the most special, incredible story in the world because it is my story, but your story is as incredible and powerful. In fact, it's more incredible and powerful and magnificent because it's your story. I want everyone here today just like we're going to tomorrow read, continue reading, I dare you. I was dared to, to read the entire book in one day. I, I didn't only because I decided to do something <clears throat> even better, which is to read the entire book with all of you every single Thursday until we finish it. We will read this book from cover to cover. But I dare all of you today to write down your story and tell your story and 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 focus on Focus on March 2020 onwards, your life before, your life during, your life after. And remember that, that, that you are told, you are dictated, you are narrated. Quite frankly, there are people on clubhouse stages that are even telling you what you should think, what you should do, how you should do it. Um, but the only person that matters is you. Be inspired Take the challenge. The challenge is to tell your story and realize that you have this gift, this ability to literally create the world, 
to change the world. And I don't mean this in a, you know, I, I, I wrote about it, I'll, I'll maybe bring it in as another excerpt. But if you think about it, when you go to sleep, the world sleeps with you. When you die, the world dies with you. I believe that. I actually believe that, that in many respects, everything is just a, a, a version and a vision and a perspective of our own perception and our, our own reality. And you should believe that too. You should absolutely believe that. But remember those two points from Steve Jobs. Number one, the reality of the world and the constructs of the world are created by people no smarter than you or me. And number two is this whole idea of just kind of ghosting, wafting, you know, drifting through life. <laughs> so many people on Clubhouse grift through life, I suppose. Um, but I'm talking about drifting through life. We just drift. We are space invaders. We don't contribute. But why do we not contribute? Because we don't think we're important enough. We don't think we're significant enough. We don't believe that we can make a difference. You know, again, this is very fresh in my mind because I was writing it this morning and editing it this morning. But, you know, one of the things is, is to be able to find a balance between the things we can change and can't change. Controlling the controllables is always the first step. It's always the first step. It's always the most important thing to be able to actually realize that we cannot, we cannot get bogged down and overloaded and overwhelmed and suffocated quite frankly, by the weight of the world. It's too much for us to bear. <clears throat> it's just too much. The poverty, the crime, the pain, the war, the famine, the uh, selfishness, the scamming, um, the, uh, the oppression, the repression. There's too much. And it's too much for, for uh, our, our wiring. Is just it will, it will cause a short circuit. So what we have to do is just be able to handle that in small doses. Again, one of the things I heard on on a different podcast, and I really am trying to listen to, you know, Diary of a CEO. I would say it's it's the most. You know, I would rather <clears throat> I would rather you subscribe to Stephen's podcast than subscribe to the Collective Cafe to Go or Joseph Jaffe is not famous. Um, but one of the things that I also heard is, and you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm I should stop saying that. Maybe I'm. Uh, I'm shortchanging myself. Maybe I'm, why would, why should I minimize the content I'm creating? You know, I'm going to stop saying that, but I'm going to tell you that I listen to Stephen. But one of them was this idea of scheduling time to worry. And I love that. We should schedule time to think. We should schedule time to worry. We should schedule time to create. We should schedule time to provoke or be provoked. We should actually schedule the time. This is not to say to be robotic. It's not to say you know, that we should be predictable and expected. Um, I believe in spontaneity. I believe in serendipity. I believe in all of those things. But anything that is going to pull you away from your prime directive, anything that is going to distract you, anything that is going to dilute your focus, your passion, anything that is going to prevent you from achieving your ability to make that dent in the universe before you tear a hole in one, meaning you die, um, should be scheduled, and everything else should not be. And yeah, you can schedule time to be creative too, um, as long as you do the do whatever you need to do that's going to allow you to be creative. Uh, Giuseppe, I see you uh, flashing. Um, jump in anytime. I'm so glad you've come back uh, to the cafe. Um, welcome. I think he flashed. 
I just happened to look at my at at my. Uh, I'm trying. It's very hard for me, by the way, to look at Discord, look at the chat, look in Clubhouse. Uh, but I'm going to do my best as well. Um, I do see Tech Consultant said what I'm hearing is inspiring. Thank you very much. Please share the room if you're here. I'll use this opportunity just to. I I really want to bring more people into the into into the collective cafe. I'm telling you now that we will have hundreds if not thousands of people in this room because I'm not stopping because I'm going to keep going because I'm going to keep doing this and eventually my voice um, will be just one of many voices in fact I may not even be the voice that matters anymore your voice will be the voice that matters I want to I want to also challenge um, all of you thank you tech consultant I also want to challenge you as well which is first of all I want to uh, I've said these things before, but I'll say it again. I think it's very powerful to be in the audience. I think it's very empowering. I think that people that enter a room and immediately raise their hand because they feel the need to talk, I think those people are space invaders. I think that people that just feel the need always to be on stage um, are narcissists. I think that when you come into a room and you are listening, I think that is the ultimate act of humility. And I think it's beautiful. I think if someone invites you onto stage, well, that's different. Um, I typically decline. I typically don't like, I'll be on my own stages. I don't need to be on other people's stages. I come into their rooms to listen to them and learn from them. Um, this is my time to create. This is my time to give. This is my time to contribute. That doesn't mean I won't be on another stage again. I don't, you know, absolutes are, are terrible, <laughs> Um, I'm just saying that there's something very powerful about listening. You, you are all giving me energy right now. 36 people in this room, 174 people have come in and left this room, three people in our Discord server as well. You give me energy, but you know what? If no one was here right now and you can ask Rini and Bez and you know Jensa and Christopher and Jonathan, all our regulars, Bruce as well. I see a whole bunch of regulars here as well. I'll do this whether there's zero people in the room or one person in the room because this is my time too. This is my time to create. This is my time um, to be able to give. I'm not just giving to you. I'm giving to myself right now. That's why Wellness Wednesday is really about us. It's about human beings as well. I've been very impacted by um, you know, old Steve Jobs. Um, he was a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant man. He, you know, I, I got a little distracted at one point I, because he wasn't the nicest of men. Um, but that doesn't change the fact. I mean, it does and it doesn't change. I would have preferred him to have been a nicer person. Um, but the things he said are impossible to ignore. And the things he did are impossible to ignore. And if anyone deserves a little bit of, of wiggle room and leeway, I think it's Steve Jobs as well um, because he has impacted and influenced so many people. So this idea today of denting the universe, it's a lovely thought. It's a lovely thought that actually, you know, is predicated on our significance. You know, as I said to you, I mean, the, the world, the earth, is essentially, I, I think I've said this before, is essentially one grain of sand on the shores uh, of the earth. <laughs> So if, if, every, if the earth itself, if whatever the expanse was considered to be the earth, then, then we, th this entire planet, is literally one grain of sand on one shore 
And I mean, that's just mind boggling when there's probably, I don't know, hundreds of millions, if not billions of, of grains of sand, even on one single beach. So you can look at that and just say, what's the point? What's the point? What's the point? You live, you die, you come into this world, you leave this world. We're just, we're so insignificant. We're so small. We're so unimportant. Or you can just take the exact opposite point of view and just say, how glorious, how glorious are we? How incredible is it to be alive? I, you know, I just, I have to read this to you. Um, I mean, this is just another, another uh, excerpt from the book. Um, the world was built for us. And everyone around us plays a role in our unique narrative. Even you, the reader, as you engage with this book. We are walking miracles. The odds of us existing are miraculous. If we assume 250 million sperm per ejaculation, and let's say one woman has about 400 viable eggs in her lifetime, if we consider only the last 10 generations of your ancestors, a very conservative estimate given that humans have been around for about 200,000 years, the odds of you being exactly as you are come out at roughly 1 in 250 million times 400 to the power of 10. That number is so big that it's practically incalculable. Now, if you wanted to factor in the odds of any given individual existing in the first place, you'd have to consider the probability of life on Earth developing, human evolution occurring as it has, and the incredibly specific chain of reproduction leading to you. British cos cosmologist Sir Martin Rees has famously posited that the odds of the universe and life forming as we know it could be as low as one in a billion. Woohoo! Or you could take a more philosophical perspective and argue that the odds are in fact 100%. If you're able to ask the question, then you are alive. So the odds are one to one. I prefer to quote the great philosopher Dr. Seuss, who remarked, Today you are you, that is truer than true. There's no one alive who is youer than you. If this is true, why would we choose to be passive spectators in our own lives? It's a rhetorical question urging us, urging us to seize the moment and make the most of it. That's another excerpt from the book um, as well. And this is not a business book. It's the first time I'm writing a book that's not a business book. The objective here is for us to be able to go out and make a difference. And you know, one of the things, I, I flitted with this whole concept of thought leadership versus thought doership. Um, and I, I think I eventually edited out the thought doership, but, but the point that I don't edit out is action, execution. It's not considered air quote sexy. We don't, ne we generally don't celebrate execution or tactics or, or action, but we should, you know, we should be able to move from being inspired to, to living our lives with not just intention, but actually being able to follow up and follow through. The follow up and the follow through is absolutely key because that is accountability in a nutshell. So you can actually see this continuum developing, if you can imagine it in your mind's eye, from being inspired to being intentional to being executional and then closing the loop, the follow-up and the follow-through and being held accountable, whether it is by an accountability partner, whether it's by showing up in the collective cafe, whether it is, in fact, um, sitting in the audience. We are accountable. 
we should be accountable to each other to make sure that we don't give up or give in. If a day goes by and eventually I don't see a regular, it's a bit harder to do as we grow in Clubhouse in particular. But honestly, like, and I'm not, I will intentionally, you know, attempt to cannibalize the room by saying, I want you to come to discord.gg forward slash alpha collective. I want you to spend more time in our discord. I'd prefer you to be listening in discord than on clubhouse because of what we're building. But I would love you to do both or, or wherever you show up, just show up. I want you to be intentional. I want you to be accountable. I want to be able to look into the room and see the regulars. In fact, you know, Christopher's here today and he wasn't for about a week or two. And, uh, you know, I reached out I reached out with the, the old passive-aggressive move, which is, hey, I think I said this to Christopher or, or uh, you know, I said it to someone else recently, which is, uh, hey, you know, like, are we okay? You know, did, did I do anything wrong? Uh, like, Billy just showed up as well. Like, like, it's like being able to say, uh, is everything okay? Like, you know, like, are, are you mad at me? And then I realized that that is actually the ultimate narcissistic thing when you make it about yourself. If someone hasn't shown up for a while... Why assume they're mad at you? You know, why not just ask them if they're okay or what's going on in their life? Um, that's what I'm going to do now. I'm never ever going to ask someone again if they're mad at me or if I've done anything to upset them or piss them off because they should be able to tell that to me. They should be able to come to me. And if they haven't said, said that, then I'm going to assume that I haven't pissed them off and I'm going to be okay with that. And if they're comfortable enough in our relationship to say I did something wrong, well, guess what? They've given me an opportunity to do something about it. They've given me something. They've given me an opportunity to be able to actually change to or, or redeem or rectify um, or, or get a second chance as well. Um, so I'm no longer going to say that anymore to anyone, which is, uh, I guess the two things that I no longer say, uh, well, I try not to say, one is the hope all is well uh, in an email, the throwaway introductory line. I try and say, hope all is well, and if it isn't, please let me know what I can do. And then the other one is this idea of, have I done something wrong? Are you mad at me? Um, uh, rather just going to be able to say, hey, nice to see you again. It's been a while. Hope all is, Hope all is well, and if it isn't, let me know if there's any way that I can help help first. So let's go back to the idea. And as I said, uh, I would love anyone, whether they come on stage uh, in Discord or in Clubhouse to kind of turn and change the conversation and open it up in the next 10 to 15 minutes or so. Um, but I really want, I really want, you know, we had this amazing conversation leading up, in fact, on Monday about independence, interdependence, codependence, dependence, obviously, you know, leading up to the fact that it was uh, Independence Day. I'll release that article uh, most likely today um, as um, uh, most likely today um, as um, my LinkedIn article. So if you want to um, uh, connect with me on LinkedIn, you can <clears throat> and you can subscribe to my newsletter. I try and summarize every one of these collective cafes or, or episodes of my show uh, or alpha talks, which we're doing at the moment with, um, with a LinkedIn article. Hey, Milad. 
So Milad just came in, I think. Milad just uh, did that, came from uh, Clubhouse to Discord. And, you know, as I said, we're, we're not going away. We're not, uh, we're, not, we, we're not coming into Clubhouse to steal an audience. We're coming here to grow a family and a community. We're not going away. So whichever one you choose is fine with me. Um, and I'm totally, totally, totally uh, good with that. Um, so we had this whole conversation about independence and realizing, you know, who you are and where you fit into the world. And, you know, there is a continuum and the continuum is being codependent, the bad kind and interdependent, the good, the good kind. And codependent means uh, typically when we looked at the definitions that there was some coercion or <clears throat> emotional duress or even abuse of authority happening. Whereas interdependence says, together we can go far. And so if you take that as exhibit A, well then exhibit B today, today is to, number one, challenge, fight against, rail against, reject the notion that we are space invaders, that we are pawns, that we are just drifting through life, that we are surrounded by people that are smarter than us. Do you think I'm smarter than any of you in this room today? I'm not. I just have done this a little bit more often than you have. That's all. But I don't know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, I've been doing this for a long time. I should be able to hold my own better than someone who's never done this before. But am I necessarily more profound or gifted or talented than you? No, not at all. Why would I think that I was? Do, do I have talents? Sure, but so do you. Am I, do I have superpowers? Sure, but so do you. Hopefully they're different to you. They should be. In fact, you know, if you think about it, the, the uniqueness of our retina, the uniqueness of our thumbprint indicates not only that we're walking miracles, but we're completely unique. That's another ridiculous thought. That not only are we these walking... By the way, there's another part of that. There are two parts of that that I haven't actually written or I will write in. Um, I might even use the transcript from today. The second part of that is the fact that we are truly unique. There is no one that has ever been created, invented, birthed, born, that is exactly the same as you. I don't believe that we have proven that. And we'll, we'll, we'll just, you know, uh, put aside um, artificial intelligence and cloning and, you know, genetic warfare and DNA weaponization and or just the ability for us to, you know, actually get to a point where we can actually eliminate um, disease and we'll, we'll, I mean that's another conversation for another day. But let's let's go back to this idea that that we are truly unique. Now that blows your mind. And by the way, here's the second part that should blow your mind too, because what are the odds that all of us are actually in the same room at the same time? That you are here. There are many people that are in clubhouse today, for example, that never met me before that that you know didn't that didn't stumbled into this room today that didn't even know me from adam or i didn't know you from eve um that's another crazy thought that every person you meet even 
you know, as a random encounter, you know, whether it's sitting next to them on a plane where you will never see them again, even that is a miracle of miracles, a walking miracle. So the fact that you are alive, the fact that you are so unique, and the fact that that your interactions with everyone else in this room, with each other, with me today, that's mind-blowing. I mean, that should be cause for celebration, total, total celebration. That should allow you to say, God damn it, you know, I am, I am going to make a difference today and every other day for the rest of my life. I am going to make my own dent in the universe. It doesn't have to be measured in Jobsian metrics. It doesn't have to be measured in, uh, in, in what society dictates or tells us is considered to be <clears throat> a life well-lived or a life well-loved. It can make many, many, many differences and it can have so much impact. And so that's the essence of, you know, what I wanted to share. There's another series of clips from Steve Jobs um, that was part of his commencement speech, um, uh, or the commencement speech, I guess, that he gave um, to a bunch of Stanford graduates. And uh, I love the content and I love the context. And I have no, I mean, I don't think people sitting in the audience had any idea of who was addressing them. Quite frankly, the amount of times we've actually been sitting in the audience and and we've had great people addressing us, we still don't know the impact of them because the only reason we actually really know people or understand the impact is actually when they leave this earth because that's when the dent becomes the whole. That's when the rip occurs. That's when the loss is felt. And, you know, I talk a lot about uh, death in the book because my mom passed away in January, as many of you know. And, and I actually like, you know, you can't, you can't celebrate life if you don't celebrate death or at least commiserate or at least appreciate it or at least come to terms with it. And there's something very profound and scary about death, um, <clears throat> which is this idea of only being appreciated when we're gone. Because that's the truth. Because, you know, we're wired to actually be complacent. We're wired to take ourselves and each other for granted. We're wired to take the startup club and Michelle for granted. We're wired to just show up and have a free room Monday through Friday, uh, 8 to 9. It's just who we are. You know, I'm wired to not appreciate every single person that's in this room. You know, I'm, I'm wired to say, well, there are 24 people here, but I'd love it if there were 48. Well, that's, that's an awful thing to, to wonder or want. Why? Why would you want 48 people? Well, I tell you why I'd want 48 or 480 or 48,000, because I want more people um, to be a part of these conversations, which I appreciate more, you know, just the same as everyone else is, the same problem, right? Why, why would I want so many people to listen to me? Well, the answer is I don't. I'm creating and setting the stage. I'm laying the table for something bigger than me. I'm laying the table for us. I'm leading. I am doing the very thing that I'm telling you to do. You know, and, and, and the thing is, 
I've always said that, you know, to me, this is like walking on a tightrope. Life is a tightrope. You are walking between, you know, the Grand Canyon as that uh, brilliant uh, tightrope walker. Let's see, let's see who's paying attention uh, in, in the audience. Um, help me, whether it's the cafe chat or clubhouse, who is the, uh, the individual that walked across um, the Twin Towers, um, the, uh, the Grand Canyon? Um, I think he's a French tightrope walker. Um, just post that in the chat or in the in the in the back chat on Discord, and uh, I uh, I will um, I will mention the person's name rather than googling it because I just can't walk and chew gum. Um, but the thing about being a tightrope walker, it's the same thing like riding a bike. Which, by the way, I can't do. I can't ride a bike. I have to learn. I will learn at some point. Um, you can't ride a bike sitting still. It is the momentum that actually helps you ride the bike. So you have to overcome the fear and you have to like start to move and be in motion in order to actually have that stability. But life like a tightrope, um, if you stop, if you stand still, if you look down, if you look back, you're going to fall. So the only thing you can do <coughs> is just to keep going, keep moving forward. Johnny Walker, Johnny Walker yourself, you know, keep walking. That's their motto. Um, I, I think probably um, they've changed that. Um, they've probably come up with a new uh, tagline, um, but they shouldn't. Keep walking is the greatest tagline ever. It's almost, it's almost as great as just do it. Just keep Walking, keep moving forward. You fall down, get back up. Keep walking, keep moving. You can change direction, that's okay. You can kind of pause to reflect, to introspect, to take a break like we did yesterday. But beware, because if you stop, if you look down, if you look backwards, you will fall. What does it mean to look down? It means to second-guess yourself. It means... Um, to, you know, to almost doubt yourself, to give in to those limiting beliefs, to um, suddenly say, who am I? Who am I to be on stage? Who am I to write this book? Who am I to be undertaking this, this immense challenge or this project? I'm nothing. I'm insignificant. Remember, you know, um, the Steve Jobs quote, there are people much smarter than me that deserve this, that went to better schools, that, you know, more experienced. They're the ones that should be doing this. Not little old me. That's looking down. Looking back, well, looking back is regret, the bad kind. Looking back is, is all the things that you could have done or should have done but didn't do, but it's all moot. It's all absolutely uh, irrelevant, unless, of course, you're learning from it, but it's irrelevant for the most part. Why? Um, because you can't change it. You can only keep moving forward. You can only keep walking. Um, so it's about 8.42. Rini, you were asking. You, you never have to ask. If you want to jump in or come onto stage, Rini's in Discord. If anyone wants to raise their hand, why don't, why don't we do that now at, uh, with about 18 minutes left? Anyone want to 
comment, ask a question, push back, disagree, um, share their own story, now would be a good time uh, to come up. I still can't believe no one in, in the chat uh, has, has indicated to me who that tightrope uh, walker uh, was or even in Discord. Um, I'm now going to have to research it myself. So I'm going to beat you to it. Tightrope walker, uh, Grand Canyon. His name was Nick Wallenda. Nick Wallenda, US. I said he was French. U.S. Daredevil Wallander, he crossed the Grand Canyon. Uh, he's done a whole bunch of things as well. Um, I think he's still alive. Um, I've got to see if I can get him on the show. I'm going to actually try and get him on the show. Anybody wants to try and help me get him on my show, you can come on and interview him with me, which is, which is the deal that we have in place. Um, all right, I'm going to keep going. Because, uh, because I do not want this, these sessions ever to be this idea of me continuing to say, come on stage, come on stage, but you don't have to come on stage, but you don't have to come on stage. Um, you should know that you are always welcome, and I will just leave it at that. Um, so I think we've touched on a, a few, I think, you know, key points. This whole week, right, from dependence, interdependence, codependence, today this idea of, of Johnny Walker yourself or, you know, this, this concept of these two concepts about drifting through life, about realizing that the world was created, our reality was created by people no smarter than us. Tomorrow going back to I dare you. I think, I think we're actually at the, the point, uh, Michelle, I think we're at the um I think I think we're at the I dare you to adventure. I'm not sure if we if we actually started I dare you to adventure. Um I, I think that's where we were. Um and I, I'm looking forward to hearing this. And for me this is a good way for me to start my day. I know I'm not talking much as I usually do, but I enjoy hearing the readings and the thoughts. Thank you. You you're welcome. And uh, Giuseppe was telling me in the back channel that we have some spam in the... Uh, uh, I, I see it. How do we delete spam? I'm going to do that as well. I'm still getting comfortable. There we go. Uh, although I'm, I'm sorry if uh, anyone wanted to make $2,000 from some scammy uh, scheme. I just deleted it as well. Um, e- even scammers, I guess, so they're trying to make their dent in the universe, except their dents are, uh, are more like dings. So you want to make a dent in the universe. You don't want to make a ding in the universe because dings in the universe require panel beating and cost money, whereas dents in the universe are beautiful because dents become like part of uh, of our character, right? Our bumps, our bruises, our imperfections. So there you go. I just this this is how my 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 insane mind works, Michelle. I've just gone on a complete tangent from Giuseppe's back channel comment about about uh, about spammers and now we've just created a new bit of thought which is the difference between a dent i will finish up talking about dents versus dings right so the dent in the universe if you think about it um is like a mold in many instances and and jobs talks about molding which i the words are the words are very very important that he talks about by the way um because he says um I'll read it to you again. He says, um, embrace it, change it, improve it, make your mark. Um, and he talks about this idea of when you push in, something will pop out on the other side. You can change it. You can mold it. 
there's a lot of things going on there. Uh, first of all, the push into pop out is this idea that for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction, which is you know scientific. Luck is the absence of science. Um, as uh, you know, I I learned from from um, my show uh, from Damon Centola, uh, who wrote who's written some of the most uh, important books on contagion, spread, and change, and influence, etc. So luck is the absence of science. Jobs is actually talking about the fact that everything we do has impact. Everything we do has meaning, whether it is a butterfly effect, whether it is, in fact, this the reality that we don't even know, we can't even know the impact that we can have on other people. I just had a conversation with someone uh, two days ago who told me that they went through um, and, and struggled through a very difficult pregnancy, and what got them through was listening to me every day in my show. They also spoke about someone who was terminally ill, who passed away, who then started listening to the show, to, to my, you know, my talk show, based on her recommendation. And, and, I mean, I still can't, like, part of me honestly doesn't even believe this is true. Um, she said that he died laughing, like laughing out loud listening to me. So... We have, and by the way, I've told you, I'm struggling to grow my show. I'm struggling to grow the Discord. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm doing everything I can. But, and, 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 you know, God bless Michelle and the Startup Club and letting me come in and, and start to do this here and, and be exposed to more people because I was struggling. But, you know, and I, I know how many people were watching at the time. It wasn't as many, it wasn't many, but she was this woman who was, go, who was pregnant, who I didn't know, who had a dear friend who was terminally ill. You don't know the impact that you're going to have on people. You just don't know. And sometimes you, you may never know. And so that's how we come full circle here. That's how we come full circle. We try and make a dent on the universe but it is actually a mold. That dent we make is actually the outline of ourselves. Our, 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 you know, our big nose, our small jaw, our, you know, rotund girth, whatever. That maybe it's just maybe it maybe it's a handprint, maybe it's a face print, maybe it's a body print. But that's the dent we make. It is our dent. It is our impression, our indelible impression, our unique indelible impression our one in a whatever 250 million times 400 to the power of 10 times two if we want to kind of talk about the odds of two people coming together and uh and 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 serendipitously sometimes just clicking by mistake to come into a room or seeing a tweet randomly um and being able to say this was my life before and now this is my life now. It is the greatest honor and responsibility of my life to be able to do this, to be able to share on a regular basis. And I believe that we are just getting started. I believe that you all are just getting started. We, Our best days are ahead of us. 
They always are ahead of us. Think about that for a second. I'm getting very philosophical today. Your best days are always ahead of you. Why? Why is that, why is that the case? You want, does anyone want to answer that? I just discussed, I just thought, about, thought of, of, of it right now. Uh, Rini, Praxim, Michelle, anyone? Why, why are our best days always ahead of us? Or does anyone not think that that statement is true? Anyone want to take well, a quick? I'm going to make a stab at it. Yeah. Um, I, because I really feel that it is a mindset. And I think it's kind of contradict. I don't, you know, not to be contradictory to what you said, but it's not about one day. It's to me about a collection of moments in time. So to just say one day was the best day ever, right? The opposite is really limiting to yourself. I think it's a collection of many moments in time, and it really is a mindset. And if you're not in that mindset about moving forward, it's you, you never will have a better day, so to speak. That's my thoughts. I, I mean, I, I, I agree with that. And I think the thing is that, you know, when we say our best days or the reason why I said our best days are ahead of us is because those days are just filled with possibility. Um, and it's funny, like the, the, advice, the advice we give, and then we'll go over to you, Raj, the advice we give our kids always is we tell them that the world is in the palm of their hands, that they have their whole life ahead of us. We say, we wish we were 20 again. You know, I've got a, an intern who's working with me, Jonathan, who's on di- listening to Discord. I wish I was Jonathan. I wish I was him. I wish I was, you know, at, at his age, interning for someone else, realizing, holy crap, the world is, you know, the world is my oyster. The world is ahead of me. But the reality is, it's the wrong advice. It's, it, it's completely, you know, backwards. Why? Because, because that's too much pressure for Jonathan, not that I'm putting you on the spot here, but um, that's too much pressure for someone to have to bear. Like, oh my God, I've got to change the world. I've got to dent the universe at the age of like, you know, uh, the, the age of 20. It's too much. Like, just give me a break. I just want to like get through the next year, you know. On the flip side, me at the age of 52, the world is in the palm of my hands. I've got, a, I've got at least 52 years left. I've got enough time to do whatever I need to do. And I've got all the wisdom and the grit and the determination and the experience, uh, at, you know, and the means to be able to actually make a difference, whereas that poor 20-year-old doesn't have, you know, doesn't actually have all the means. So, and both statements are true, by the way. Uh, Raj, what do you think? I'd uh, love to hear your thoughts and welcome. Hello, hi. Uh, welcome, Jaffe. Yeah, I mean, um, if we get that same, uh, you know, at a younger age, if we get that same energy and, uh, yeah, so I actually uh, came at middle, so uh, I don't know the topic. So what we we were talking about? I'm so sorry for this. It's totally fine. I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, do you think that your best days are ahead of you or behind you? My best days is I think uh, is going to come because uh, it is ahead of me. It is going to come because. Uh, 
if we if if i have that vision that best is going to come then only uh, something miracles is going to happen then only i will be prepared to you know uh, do something for that best days so i think uh, best days uh, is going to come so i have to bring that so for that uh, i will be striving i will be thriving uh, i will be thriving only if i see i am going to do some best days is going to come if i don't see that hope if i don't see that possibilities if i don't see that uh, you know um, uh, uh, that hope then i will not get that zeal i will not get that enthusiasm to work for that so i think uh, i i should think that the best days is ahead of me it is going to come so that i can strive for that i give you some applause for that statement um and and you know what the the thing is remember everyone how we measure how we measure is important and also making sure that we're not using other people's measurements sometimes we have to right but what what is the ultimate measurement that is so flawed that ultimate measurement is something like wealth or status you know or how many cars or how many homes or whatever that is such an artificial and arbitrary um and and messed up metric um if you want to leave your mark and leave your legacy um uh, one of the things as i said that, that i mean steven said when i cited his a uh, quote and 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 i've said it throughout my book is write it down like write 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 whether you journal or as i've as i'm encouraging everyone to do uh in this book write down your pandemic story it's so important it's just so important where were you when the world stood still because remember something we all were in the same boat we were all in the same ark and i say ark because i basically say in the book that the only time this has ever happened before in history was the flood the biblical one not even world war has affected everyone on the planet the same way the same time so it's the flood so we basically all of us lived through the most unprecedented moment that will hopefully never come again and like how on earth can we after all of that feel that we are insignificant that we can't make a difference that our life isn't worth anything it's just impossible it's impossible remember i mean you are a walking miracle and that's like it's and it's a fact that's not that's not an opinion it's a fact you are all walking miracles so now what are we going to do today july 5th 8:57 a.m what will you do now what will you do next now you know if you're if you're in your job right now if you're you know going into work and whether you are the ceo of a fortune 500 company or you're you know waiting tables or you're operating in a factory or you're a teacher or whatever it doesn't matter you know you can't you're not just going to go in and have a jerry maguire moment and just resign and but but you can start writing down your story it's amazing it's empowering that's what i'm doing now every morning 5 to 6 that's my time to edit the book um and throughout the day but it's my time to get inspired and be inspired and in turn i can hopefully inspire all of you um so um want to say again thank you to startup club michelle we're still trying to figure out exactly 
how to uh, reach out and I guess I guess what we really want to be able to say is we um, we want to build. I mean, I think I share. I'm just a visitor to Startup Club, um, but we want to build real community here, and we want to build community that may be on Clubhouse, um, but but it's not that it needs to go off Clubhouse. But we need to have a direct line of communication. So there is the ability to sign up to Startup Club's email. There's the ability to sign up and join my Discord. This is just an opportunity for us to have conversations directly with one another. And that's the key here, direct conversations, not just a direct line of communication, but actually direct conversations. No like passive aggressiveness, no illusions, no assumptions. That way we eliminate all misunderstandings as well. If I'm angry with you, I'll tell you I'm angry with you. If I did something to upset you, you'll tell me I did something to upset you. So please, if you're here and you've been here for the whole uh, session, if you you know listening to the replay on Clubhouse, we have a podcast as well. I put this into a podcast. You can actually subscribe to it. Just go to bit.ly forward slash collective cafe to go michelle some final words from you um i will uh, just put the link to the podcast just before we we say goodbye for today and then tomorrow we'll be back continuing to read this amazing book um how what else would you like to tell people to like keep the relationship going with startup club yeah make sure that you are following startup club um, you can turn on notifications too, um, so that when um, Joe Jaffe is speaking or anyone else that you hear um, comes to the stage that you're aware of it, you're notified and you can join. Um, another thing that we're trying to do is, you know, help boost each other, right? Like it's all about boosting each other, the members and the speakers. So, when you're in the room and if somebody's saying something good that's resonating with you, you can always share the room. The share is at the very bottom of the screen. It's a little square with the arrow up and you can share it on Clubhouse. So, um, you know, as Jaffe said, you know, we're all here, you know, to build each other up, to help each other up. And I think that's what it's all about. It's why we do it. We do it for the members. Um, I, you know, a lot of people might not know this, but at Startup Club, we spend a lot of time and money actually trying to, you know, make sure that you have resources and that you're enjoying the content um, like Jaffe that's on stage now. So please help us support him as well. And um, we'll see you tomorrow morning for another fantastic reading for this amazing book. Right, Jaffe? I think it was called I Dare. I dare you. Yeah, and it just um and we do this uh, just for those of you that are still here. It's just after 901. Uh we do kind of manifestation Monday, thought leadership Tuesday, wellness Wednesday, live book reads on Thursday, often with the author. And then on Friday, we do no agenda Friday where nobody comes with an agenda. So, you know, if there's something, if there's an article or a question, it can be like office hours, AMA, um, it could be just your own topic or maybe it's even something you're working on. You want to get advice. Um, so we want to just really encourage the, that's the one day where we want an active stage. Uh, but other than that, the the idea actually is for people to sit in the audience and enjoy the content live or, you know, or uh, on demand and do other things. Don't, don't, don't be expected to work. I'm doing the work. Uh, you don't have to work. You're working by listening. But if you can, you know, 
get the laundry done, walk the dog, you know, whatever. Um, be commuting and not listening to, you know, get rich quick schemes on Clubhouse. There are enough of them. Um, hopefully it was time well spent. So that's it for me. Um, I will um, have this podcast up in the next hour and uh, see you all tomorrow. Bye, everyone. Bye, Raj. Thank you for your contribution. Bye, Michelle. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.